0: the Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon.
1: And I am Dante of Earth Nation.
0: Today we are going to be talking about what to do with our
1: failures. with your seconds your, essentially? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like what do you do when, uh, when the kiln gods do not bless your firings and mm-hmm. things are not quite up to your quality standards? But... Before we get into that conversation, we have a bit of an announcement. For our YouTube listeners or viewers, we're actually going to be discontinuing doing video recordings. It's going to be audio only. And I'm really sorry for the folks who enjoy the video, but... You don't need to see my ugly face. I mean, okay, I disagree. Everyone needs to see your beautiful face. I thought you were going to
1: say, everyone needs to see your ugly face.
0: (laughs) I thought about it, but then then I was like, no, that's too mean. No, but like, legit, it's... It honestly just comes down to time. It's a lot like, of work on your part. It's, it is. It is a lot of work. Yeah. And it's like, even if I tried to like hire an editor, it's like, it's a whole other thing. And honestly, we get way more listens on our podcast than we do on YouTube. So after, after trying the YouTube video for about a year yeah, and kind of seeing how it goes, it's a combination of there's not enough viewership. To make it worth the amount of time that I spend editing the video and I would rather spend that time Doing other stuff like making night peddlers episodes or making like YouTube videos of other content And so anyway, I'm really sorry for the folks who who enjoyed that Maybe at some point it's something we'll explore again, but
1: at least for, for the foreseeable future It's gonna be audio only. I mean Realistically and this is what I think with when I play games is they're mm-hmm. always like we're not gonna do this item anymore instead of being like Oh, no, I'm not getting that item. I think they could probably be working on some other stuff. And it's the same for you. Like, you could very easily be doing other things that would benefit the mud peddlers versus spending X amount of hours on making a video. Yeah,
0: that, like, not that, that, that the juice many... isn't
1: worth the squeeze anyway. Yeah. Because nobody's watching it. Yeah,
0: and I'm squeezing real hard. Squeezing real hard. Yeah. Cables. Yeah, cables. Oh, God. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yas, yeah, green. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, do, I do feel badly about it. But, yeah, it's just, it's not worth a squeeze. And, honestly, like, I just, I just... I'm not a huge fan of the video editing. It just takes too much time and anyway The audio is
1: easier, right? Audio
0: is like legit So I just so for the the most recent episode of the mud peddlers the one that we did on oxidation versus reduction Mm mm-hmm because of that glitch in your video, I wasn't, and I'm more explaining this for the listeners, right. but because of the glitch in your in your video, mm-hmm. I just I originally was planning to have that be a video episode, but because of that glitch, it had to be an audio-only episode. Right. And it had been a while, well that and then with the Night Pedalist episode, those are the only two audio-only episodes I'd done in a really long time. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah,
1: That's so much easier. So much easier, so, much, so much faster.
0: Like honestly, when I do video editing days, it takes almost a full day. And it's just like, or it takes, you know, probably I mean, three, yeah. three hours or so. And it's like, that's a solid chunk out of the day. And it takes me like only a little over an hour. If I have full concentration, it
1: it's like four hours. Yeah. For my video. So I can only imagine.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like your videos are more complicated, but mm-hmm. it's also like, I don't know, like again, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but it, yeah, like you're saying, juice isn't worth
1: the squeeze. So Yeah, juice ain't worth the squeeze. So yeah. we're, we apologize.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. We we gave it a best effort. We gave it a shot. Give it a go. And it's just, you know, I'm I'm. I just want to spend my time making other cool stuff for y'all to enjoy. Yep. So and yep. to reach more of you guys.
1: Yeah. So. With that being said, uh, today's episode is on what to do with your failures.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were like prepping... your college degree. Oh, hey! Don't you hate on my college degree? Oh, you got it in art. Oh, I'm gonna fight you. What are you gonna do? With that? Oh,
1: what are you? Uh, uh what are they a called? Starving artist. What's the degree that all? other degrees make fun of oh you're an anthropologist dude anthropology degrees get hired like crazy though yeah for bank jobs all oh right that's not true anyway that's a, that's a whole other thing
0: let's let's reel it in
1: i don't even have it i'm just making fun yeah i'm just
0: like what you talking about what you talking about it's
1: like the guy making fun of football players uh watching football he's a huge fan he don't play no football that mm-hmm. man never exercises
0: <laughs> look at him
1: sorry no
0: good. So when we were prepping for this episode, mm. uh, you were kind of more thinking about it in terms of philosophical terms. So tell me about that.
1: Well, when I first started ceramic artwork, of course, the, it's even now, you have failures, right? Right, And the right. question if you're... Well, okay, so, sorry, oh. yeah, so I'm like, good. devil's
0: advocate, right? Yeah, go. of course. So it's... I feel like it doesn't necessarily have to be considered like a failure because it's not necessarily like it's like oh god because in my mind when I think of failure I think of something that has like seriously been screwed
1: up. Yes, the, but it can yeah. just
0: but it can just also be something that's like oh this isn't like quite the way that I want.
1: Oh well, yeah, that, so, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Anyway, sorry. But well, yeah,
1: on. in both cases, either something's non-functional, non-food-safe, or it's just not pleasing to your standard of work or your eyes. You know, either way, you're always going to have stuff out of the kiln. If you ever have a kiln that's a hundred percent like that, you're probably a, a master productionist. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Or you got real lucky that day, you know, and you real you're real tight with your glaze combos and whatnot. But generally speaking, the question is, what do I do with those? Do Mm -hmm. I sell them at a seconds? Do I do I sell them at a cheaper price? Seconds, right? Do I throw them away? Mm -hmm. And for quite some time, and still even today, a bit, I just chuck mine, man. Mm -hmm. I'm just like these are gross.
0: Well, that's the source for Link Day, right?
1: That is the source for Link Day. We did a video, me and Lindsay, quite some time ago. We just destroyed all our pots. Yeah,
0: we've done a couple of those now. They're good videos. Like. They're they're fun. They're destroying pots. Yeah. We like, basically like get together and we call it Link Day for the for those who don't know
1: because of... Link is a pot destroyer.
0: <laughs> in Zelda, in the
1: game. In Zelda. The, in the Legends game. of Zelda. Now he just smokes so much dank <laughs> that it destroys pots. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So... For the most part, you, you just destroyers. So for the most, but why? they have to be like actual failures in your terms mm. where I'm like, I can't, I can't refire this. I've gotten better with refiring my stuff that I'm displeased with. Okay. And they come out a bit better, but I will often, if I don't one shot something or two shot something after the second one, it's, it's going away. It's okay. like, oh, this, this pot, or even if it hasn't sold for a very long time, if I have something in my store and it hasn't sold for like four months, I'm like, oh. mm.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, no. So instead of instead of like selling it on at a discount, you tend to just be like, okay, I'm gonna pull this and just like chuck it, save it for LinkedIn? Yeah, but it has
1: to be something that's clearly unwanted, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It has to be like, nobody wants this. You know, mm-hmm. like, I love the color pink. If I make a pink pot, no one's gonna buy the pink pot. You know, because pink pink isn't like a, a largely liked color. Well, I guess it is.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it it depends. It depends. Yeah, but...
1: for pottery, it's more blues. To be honest. <laughs> for
0: everything, it's blue.
1: For every yeah, no, for everything, it's <laughs> like it's like, like the trope. Blue, red. If you like the color blue, red, purple, mm-hmm. or I think it's like orange. Those are the most commonly liked colors.
0: Yeah, I think blue, blue first, then purple,
1: then red, then
0: red. Yeah, yeah. It, but
1: anyway. oh, it was black. Black is also another one. Oh yeah. If you yeah, like yeah. the color black, it's like okay.
0: Yeah. My first resort is to consider selling it as a second. I usually don't put things in the link day pile unless they're not food safe.
1: The complete failure. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, like if it, it. if
0: there's a big ass S crack on the bottom mm. and that crack like goes all the way through right. or, you know, something, you know, got screwed up with the glaze to make it not food safe. So things like that. I will put in the link day pile, which will end up, you know, smashing at some at usually like, I don't know, once every year, a couple of years. Right. But most of the time now I set things aside for a second sale. I used to not do that. And the main reason I didn't is, well, there, so there were a couple different reasons like, and this goes into a little bit of part of the part of the reason I didn't do this is what you were talking about earlier with, with like the philosophical reasons, but I'll go into, I'll go into the other reasons so that you can talk about that reason. Go for it. Okay. So one of the biggest reasons that I didn't sell my seconds for a really long time is because it just wasn't financially feasible for me to do so. Yeah. Basically it's because at the time, most of the pieces that I was selling were like not above 35 bucks online. Right. Or when I wanted to discount them, they would have been below 35. And at the time I was doing like a free shipping thing on Etsy. Yeah. So it's like, okay, people would literally be paying more for, the shipping than they would for the piece itself. Yes. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't really feel worth it. And then even if it balanced out, like let's say I was selling a second for, I don't know, 25 bucks Mm -hmm. or let's say say 35. Shipping would have made, you know, like $15 shipping would have meant that that piece, my take home for that would be like about 20 bucks. But the amount of time that it would take to ship that out, to set everything up for the second sale, it just would not have been worth my time yeah it's only been now since my work is selling at a higher price point mm-hmm. me discounting things by five ten fifteen bucks still means that i get to take home enough to make it worth the time
1: it is for me it's very it's gross <laughs> okay tell me tell me and tell me what you think well i mean it's just it's gross and i don't like it what's gross the pot Oh. So I'm gonna chuck it <laughs> Like in my mind, it's very simple and also, also and I, I feel, I'm sorry, I, feel like I cut you off No, 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 you're good. Um, you're good. Also side point like I don't I don't want my work to be Represented in such a way that I'm unhappy with out in the world mm. you know, so I will often rather just remake it or, And I feel like it's a pottery culture thing especially with the old heads like Yoshi would always be like remake it Huh, it's not good. Yeah. And I'm like no you're right. I could do better And the fact that I can do better, and I Mm -hmm. want to represent myself by that betterness, for lack of a better term, (laughs) is is why I will often just not let, I guess, lesser work out in the world. Granted, there is the philosophical question of what is lesser work to you versus the person who might enjoy it.
0: Yeah. But I would
1: argue that it's really not up to that person. It's up to the creator of the work.
0: Yeah, I I think I agree with you there in terms of not really worrying about i guess what i'm saying is i I understand your perspective with like not wanting a lot of your like quote unquote less valued lesser work out there yes and what can what is considered less is up to the artist yes compared to the broader public or whatever yeah but i do think for me part of it was the financial thing right okay but also part of it was a few years ago i feel like i was less established in my brand Mm -hmm. so as people were getting to know my work and getting to know me and my work online it was more important for me to represent myself at the like top 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 quality yes because i wasn't established like there wasn't as much of my work out there in the public to be viewed so if i was always had always been selling my seconds it could have been like a 50 50 proportion right whereas now i don't know 70 80 percent of my work that's out there Mm. is my like Top quality work. i my brand is more established people can you know when they go on my website They can see the reviews that are like, oh, yeah, this is really well made This is which by the way, thank you so much for oh, everyone yeah. who writes reviews like when you purchase my work That makes me so freaking happy. It's it like makes us
1: hard when you're like this was, oh, go- oh. was a nice pot is really well crafted
0: Well, I don't know if hard is the appropriate way to oh, you don't have one. I, I mean, I have a tiny one. Oh, but I just don't know if that's the most. <laughs> hey, hey
1: man, all sizes matter.
0: All sizes matter. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, oh, no, we don't
1: body shame here. We,
0: don't, we do not body shame. <laughs> oh my God. I'm having such a hard time keeping my train of thought. No, it's fine. Um, anyway. So, yeah. So thank you for those who, you know, who write reviews. Cause it really, it really does. It really does help. Like word of yeah. mouth and things like that help a lot for independent artists. But now part of it is that I would say maybe like 10% of my work I end up needing to sell it as a second.
1: Yeah. It's a good number.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And it's it's kind of like, I feel better about doing it now and about having that, that question of like, oh, I don't want my bad work out there being represented. I feel not as bad about that now because again, my brand is more established. People expect high quality work Mm -hmm. and it's worth it financially. Mm -hmm. And also I would be losing a decent amount of money if I didn't sell those seconds.
1: It's labor that's unaccounted for. Well not unaccounted for. It's actually in the negatives.
0: Yeah. Like you worked
1: on something that is not going to produce financial stability for yourself. So you just did free labor for yourself, essentially. Uh,
0: Yeah. And it wasn't
1: enjoyable. You just I mean it might be enjoyable. It wouldn't
0: be enjoyable, but it didn't it didn't, you know, it didn't turn out the way that it should have. Right. But also, you know, it, it could be a way. This is one of the other reasons where it's like I feel like if you check off those other boxes of it's financially worth it and your brand is well established, mm-hmm. the nice thing about selling seconds is that it gives folks who maybe wouldn't have the means to buy your work normally, it's at a slightly lower price point that maybe they can afford. You know, and the, I kind of like that. I kind of like that.
1: That's the major point for me. It's yeah. like, I'm only doing this so that people who want my work, who don't have the financial availability to buy my work at this level mm-hmm. can buy at this level. And I will often undersell my, th- I'll put a cup up there for like 35, oh, 40 bucks. You know,
0: it drives me crazy when you're mm. <laughs> So, okay. So you do sometimes sell seconds then.
1: Yeah. But right now in my shop, earthnitiansurroundings.com, there's like, One or two up there. Yeah. And they're clearly not as good as the ones on the front page. Mm. They're on a separate tab that you have to click just in case. You know what I mean? Like, Like, they're clearly there for a reason. And I know that most of my work, or at least I guess what you would call my catalog, is on like Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. Right, right. But like... I don't know. I just, most of my work is a lot better. I don't even, I've gotten good enough to the point where I don't even put filters or edit my photos anymore. Yeah. I take a picture, I put it up there, it's done. That's how my Mm -hmm. pot really looks
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, versus when I was like seven years ago, I'd have to like enhance the contrast to make it look brighter because I wasn't used to taking pictures in sunlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're just, your photography skills have gotten better. Yeah, I didn't know my stuff. But now it's like, no, that's the quality of my work. That's how it looks normally on camera. Mm -hmm. But the seconds are like, you know that there was a better version of this pot somewhere inside me. And mm-hmm. I didn't bring it out. And if you're familiar with my work, you're aware of that. The only reason I'm putting it up there is so that you can have a chance, because you might really want some of my work, but, yeah. you know, you might not be willing to put it. Like, not everybody's financial situation is the same. We We know that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, but philosophically, I'm always like... Nah, what if like 100 years later they valued my work and they were <laughs> he released a lot of sheep pots Oh, uh, yeah. And there's always that one part. there's always, I'm gonna mock the sh out of you now. Oh my God. There's always that one person who's like, every piece that you make is valuable. It's a piece of, it's like Little Mermaid. Everything is valuable. <laughs> Even this fork I comb my hair with. Everything you make is precious.
0: I mean. You could donate it or make a collage out of it. You don't have to go to what?
1: I don't, okay, I every- made
0: it, I decided to goes with it. Shut up, Agnes. Uh, (laughs) Okay, I got to push back on that because I think there it's really important to have Because I named her Agnes No, I'm gonna push back on I think it is important to have that perspective of could this thing that would normally be trashed go towards something because we live in an environment where Recycling and upcycling is important. Like there's there's space for that So like I get I get the making fun of but I'm also like don't make fun of those people because like there is something to be said for that because one of the things I've really enjoyed that I actually want to do more of Mm -hmm. is so Jen of genuine or genuine art. Uh, I will list her Instagram. I know. Right. It's
1: a great name. I'll,
0: I'll list her, uh, her social media stuff in the, in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But, um, so she makes really, really beautiful resin, Koi pond art mm-hmm. and like nautical art. So she paints layers of like little ponds. And a few years ago I gave her a bunch of my seconds and she made them into her own pieces. Like I didn't charge her for them. I was just like, I'm. these are gonna get broken. Yeah. You know, why don't you take these? And that was a really cool way to give those pieces another life. Like mm-hmm. not that I would necessarily always do that. And admittedly that was a very convenient way for me to offload some of those pieces. Mm-hmm. But I think the whole point of what can be difficult of what you're saying is like, oh, like every piece is precious, every piece is all this. It's like, yeah. okay, but like, yeah, I could do a mosaic with the shards, but I don't want to do a mosaic. It's extra labor. It's yeah. Cool. Or it's like there's- You'll do it. Trying to find an art organization
1: that will take those shards, take those- There's also the feeling of offloading your- tra- I feel like I'm offloading my trash, my unwanted stuff, you know? Well, if someone's specifically asking for it, then it is wanted. Uh. I mean, if someone's specifically asking for it, yes. But for me to go out and find a corporation that will take my seconds in order f- to get donations or make a mosaic, yeah. feels like I'm just giving them my shit work. Mm. You know, my brain's like, here's my shit for the month. Ah. On top of that, like, I don't know. I just, I just, most of me feels like it's not up to social representation. It's not up to the social mindset to do what the artist wants to do with their work. So saying like everything's precious is like mm. to you, but not to the person who made it. Yes, and that's like to to mix up a phrase real hard. It's like their art, their choice, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that's yeah. not a good because re- you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But like also, I made it. I do what I want with it, and some people get real mad over like I would have had it. Like the person who always comments, right? Oh, I'll yeah. take it for free if you're gonna get rid of it. Yeah, you know? I don't know why they always have a Mickey Mouse voice, but. <laughs> but it's just it's it's you know the options are either I'm unhappy with it so I'm gonna get rid of it or I'm I'm unhappy with it. So I'm gonna take it to a second so I'm unhappy with it or so it's gonna go to collage. The bar is that you're unhappy with it hmm So you either need to fix that facet or do with it what you will as the artist Yeah, but like I don't know. I believe in upcycling and I believe in mm-hmm. recycling Like I have my own compost bin and all that junk in my kitchen But mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're about that life then be about that life If you want me to send your you my crap pieces for a collage I'll break them and give them to you and tumble them around even maybe for you. But it's just a lot of extra labor.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not willing to, like, make a collage out of my failures. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to. I'm I'm not.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not even a collage artist. I'm not doing it. You know? Yeah. You could do it if you want. Any Anyone who's like, you could do this with it. My response is always like, okay, come to my house and do it. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come, it.
0: come, come, yep. come take the things and just you, take you it off it. my hands. I'll, yeah.
1: I'll, yeah. I'll mail it to you and you, you pay me for the mail. And you do it. Yeah. And when they like pay
0: you for the mail, the cost of packaging yes. and the time yes. that it took to package it. And then, all then of do with it
1: what you want. Yeah. Which is essentially a second so you're paying for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, at that point.
1: But like at the point like no, I don't I don't want to do it, I want you to do it. I'm like, okay, well shut up or put up. <laughs> like pick a lane. You know? Yeah. you're going to complain about the problem and not do nothing about the problem, then you're not doing nothing anyway.
0: Well, I do
1: Your two cents doesn't pay my rent, ma'am. Good day!
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. I think it's, it's a...
1: That was aggressive, I apologize. No,
0: that's a notary. you're good. Like, I feel, I, to me, what that reminds me of is, like, the frustration of, of people always, like, again, and most of the time, i say 99.9% of the time, it's coming from a good place of like, oh, well, like, you have this problem, why don't you do this? Like, people wanting to suggest yeah. stuff, which comes from a good place, but sometimes as an artist, it does get frustrating to hear like, oh, you should do this, you should do this. It's like, well, okay, well, I actually have considered doing those yeah. things, but, you know, I appreciate where those people are coming from, and I think, for me, that's always the baseline of, like, I get that people don't want to see these things that, again, are less precious to us than they are for them, yeah but it's kind of like, so what do you do with that? So... Let's say you do decide to sell your seconds, you know, like both of us have. I think we both have different approaches with how we go about selling those seconds. So to me, it sounds like you integrate your seconds into your monthly or so updates, right? You'll just kind of periodically post them throughout the year.
1: I have rules to mine. Okay. So like it has to be food safe first. Oh yeah. And then it has to be representative of my work that I would post on a better level. So if I have a cup that came out like twice as good as this other cup, Mm -hmm. the glaze combo just didn't work out, but it is the same glaze, Yeah. that's just a seconds. That's just Mm -hmm. like, uh didn't come out the way I wanted it to, but it's usable, I guess. And that's a second yeah. to me.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, my, my seconds usually end up being warping issues because I will sometimes get real ambitious and try and throw pieces thinner. And it always freaking gets me and it, Oh my God. It, it makes me respect people who like, again, work with more sensitive clays because yes. I use be mixed with grog, which can put up with a lot of bull. A lot of torture. Yeah. Yeah. But I really, I do notice that when, because I tend to be kind of, you know, rough with the clay as I'm like transporting it, like pulling it off the wheel and things like that. If I have a piece that's thin, there just tends to be more warping issues. So warping is probably the main issue. And then after that is cracking. So since I work with stamps and I, it's essentially like a sprig mold. So, you know, attaching one piece of clay onto another, if the drying temperatures are not or if the drying rate, if the moisture rates are not, like, regulated, there's cracking. And sometimes it only happens during the bisque or during the glaze firing. Right. And right. if that happens, like, that's a second. So that's usually what ends up being seconds for me. Beyond that, every now and then I'll have a piece where it's like, I knew I, I know I trimmed the bottom a little too thin. Yeah. Or, like, my Anne's bronze. I love that glaze, but it is so hard to keep it from. Finicky. Super finicky. Super yeah, like, finicky. even, if, even if I completely wipe off the bottom and it doesn't look like it ran. Yeah. It's like certain parts will still get stuck to the kiln shelf, and okay. I'll have like little chips that come out, and I'm like, god,
1: so... Then you gotta work around the chips. Yeah. You ever put your, your piece in the kiln, like let's say you have a cup, you have a piece uh, in the kiln, you trim the foot, you'll put that little piece of glaze that got stuck to the kiln shelf in the middle of the foot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> that it, it do, it's so not that touching it, the foot. So that
0: it doesn't, yeah, yeah, I try and, I try and like, you know, chip those, those pieces off of my kiln shelves when that happens. Some but, don't come off though. But yeah, some don't come off, and then honestly, that's part of the reason why I started using, um, kiln wash. Yeah. Is is because I had enough of my shelves had those little remains of glaze that were starting to affect other pieces that I'm yeah. like All right, I just gotta I just gotta put a kiln wash on this Okay, so that tends to be that tends to be your seconds when you post your seconds. So like
1: I don't post my seconds
0: Yeah, you do. No, know, no, 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 not not so sorry. Not to social media Oh, I meant I see. to okay. like when you put them up on your website not showing
1: this on purpose. When yeah on
0: purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't either. Okay, so I'll say by comparison when I sell my seconds, I tend to do a yearly kind of update, right? But well, you like, tell them. I do. You
1: tell them about your seconds.
0: Yes. Oh. So what I so what I've started doing <laughs> honestly, I think I've I think I've done this for maybe two years now, maybe just a year. Time is weird. But what I've started doing is because the holidays are often so busy and I don't have the amount of pieces that I'd like to sell during the holidays, mm-hmm. I started integrating like a yearly second sale alongside my holiday sale to have more pieces available for people to
1: buy. I see.
0: Yeah. And so that's kind of the main reason I started doing It's just cause I have trouble producing enough stuff. So if I mm. save up all my seconds throughout the year, like right now I have probably as many seconds as half of what I brought to SAC anime. I probably have like a hundred or so seconds. That's fair. So I tend to do a yearly update, but I know that some folks s- argue against doing that because they're like, Oh, if you train quote unquote, train your followers to expect, you know, selling discounts, we like why would they buy your your new work? And I kinda get that. I get it, but Yeah. So so how do
1: you so that's better work. Like I don't
0: I don't yeah. know. In
1: my in my mind, I, I'm like I'm only selling seconds if it's lower quality than the better stuff. Yeah. So if you want the better stuff, you pay for the better stuff. <laughs> if you yeah. want the lower quality stuff, you pay for the lower quality is you know? Yeah. You want Chevron Gas, you want AMPM. Alright, you're paying for AMPM. <laughs> you're getting AMPM. Yeah. You do your
0: updates, your seconds, like integrate your seconds into your regular updates throughout the year. They're right. Like I only do it once a year and you do it like every month or so. I just or? post
1: them. I don't even tell people. I just post them up there. If you find them, you find them. Oh, okay. You know, there's a tab on my store that says seconds sale or mm. seconds page. Yeah. And then I have a little description. Like these are the pots that not like they're less desirable, but they're usually lower cost and didn't come out as I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's a description. I put them up there and that's yeah. it. If Why you don't... buy them, you buy them. If you don't, you don't.
0: Why don't you advertise them? Or why don't you, like, say that you have them on your Instagram?
1: Why don't I advertise the shit I don't like? Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> so, okay, no. so the argument I'll make nay, for that... Nay, I say. Well, I mean, I do that, honestly. I mean, I'm mean, like, a I... horsey boy, nay. Oh <laughs> horsey boy, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know, to me, I don't see anything wrong with advertising second sales.
1: I just don't want... I don't know, like, if I was a bodybuilder, I wouldn't post when I'm bloated unless I'm trying to make a point about being bloated, you know what I mean? If I was a supermodel, I wouldn't be like, if I just ate, like, three pounds of food, Let me post my ass for the gram. Mm. I would look extra not good right there. Like, most most of them are in their tip-top, dehydrated, (laughs) muscle-bound, oiled up. You know, like, I just want to post the best version of my work that I can. And it's not as though I don't want to show my failures as if I don't ever have any failures. Mm -hmm. It's just that I I just don't see a reason, unless it's a teachable moment, to post my failures.
0: I could see, like, I hear where you're coming from. The only thing that I could see where that being an issue is that like, again, if if those people's, if those pieces don't get advertised, they're less likely to sell, you know? And it's like when I advertise my second sales, I maybe don't like, it's not like I go through and show on like Instagram. Oh yeah. These are all my messed up pieces. I'll show like the, like, let's say for instance, I have a second that has like a messed up foot. Okay. Right. Maybe I'll post the photo of that just with the front facing. So maybe you can't see it. That and that's for Instagram, but when it's on my website for selling, then of course I'll show all the I'll show all the pictures of like this is exactly why it's selling as a second. Oh, I see. But I think still advertising that you have a second sale on Instagram is a good way to get more eyes on that content. Because otherwise it's like people are never gonna see it and you're not gonna sell your work.
1: I'm gonna start an Instagram page of just seconds and call it shitty pop posts. Ah! No, people will get mad at me. Because people who Like that arc would be like, it's not cheap. Beginners would be like, I can't make, are you saying I'm bigger than this? People get defensive real quick. (laughs) Real quick. Yeah, I can't do that. So we've
0: talked, we've talked a bit about what makes a second for each of us. Okay when we sell our seconds. So like I do a yearly update, you tend to put them up there kind of as they come up. I just put them up there. Different perspectives on advertising, whether we do seconds. So like, let's say you do want to sell your seconds, but you, you maybe don't have an online store set up yet, or you don't want to sell them online. I think it's nice to know that there are some different ways to sell your seconds. Mm -hmm. You know, you could do them as a collaboration. Like let's say genuine art. Let's say she and I had made a deal where I would sell those pieces to her like at cost. Okay. And you know, so you can, you can do something like that. There are often local organizations that will have like second sale events. Mm -hmm. And like, I know here in Sacramento, I'm I'm spacing out on the name of this organization, but they do a second sale Mm -hmm. and I think they do it twice a year. And I I think they do one after the holidays as a way to be like, okay, we're going to sell our main, like, nice things Mm -hmm. during the holidays. And then kind of after the main holiday rush, be like, okay, you know, everyone who wanted a nice piece, like, as a gift, you know, you got that. But then here's our seconds for, you know, for other reasons. Mm -hmm. There's also... Like, let's say you're selling at an event, you could have, like, almost like, like, mystery bag type things. I've seen people do that at conventions. Mystery bags! Mystery bags! Those are kind of fun, so, like, that's, that's, That's a good idea, That's an option, too. Mystery
1: bags for the pots I don't like.
0: Yeah, and make them, like, I don't, I mean, you you'd figure out how you'd, how you'd want to price them.
1: Yeah, like, 50 bucks, and there's two mugs in there that are, like, quality, but they're not my quality.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? And I have some pieces where it's, like, because a lot of my work is fandom specific like you have a lot of work that's just that not not just is in like a, yeah. in a bad way but you have a lot of work that for, for, fork focuses
1: <laughs> focuses on functionality on mostly.
0: functionality and yeah. like and glaze combinations yes. and things like that yeah. so like i would feel bad doing a mystery bag thing because like if i have a and the item in the mystery bag is like a full metal alchemist mug yeah but that person doesn't watch anime it's not really going to be like a fun experience for them
1: it's always so weird to me Yeah. Whenever I go to anime convention, someone's like, I'm gonna buy this mug. And I'm like, oh, you like, you like Pokemon? And they're like, what? No.
0: Oh, yeah. That happens. That happens I'm not gonna
1: stop you from buying it, but like... Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But you did pick up a Squirtle Cup, so...
0: Yeah. I think you just like the design. I mean, I've I've totally done that before. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: just like... It's surprising when it happens. It's weird. Yeah. You bought a bastard sword from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, I just (laughs) like big swords. You don't know what Final Fantasy is, do you? No? Well, I'm not gonna... I'm not going to make you feel bad for it, but also that is weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really feel bad about selling my seconds. I think I feel bad about the statement that, like, they are seconds to begin with, if that makes sense. Like, it is a known fact based on the definition of seconds that you were buying my lesser work. Yeah. Do you know that makes sense? Yeah. And, like, for someone to buy that, they would essentially have to acknowledge that statement. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I feel bad about that in particular specifically
0: what i would i guess say to that is that i don't i don't necessarily know that they would have to agree that it's a lesser piece because for some people that second makes it higher value in their mind because it is different and i think there's something to be said for that i've bought seconds from other artists and i'm like oh this is like like yeah i i I acknowledge that for this specific artist, yes. this specific piece does not meet their their standards. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it doesn't meet my standards. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you're just likes and dislikes about the, the product you're buying. It's yeah, just different.
0: the piece itself. So it's not like it's... Yeah, so I, essentially I'm saying that people may not think, oh, this is a lesser piece. For them, they may think, oh, what a cool opportunity to like get this unique piece. Oh, uh-huh. and it's cheaper. It's something that I can afford. I
1: wanted that anyway versus the other thing. Right. Do you think that... Because we are the artists, our judgment about our own work because of the path we've gotten to get to that standard of quality Mm -hmm. is a bit more skewed. In the eyes of the average person, like for example, I think certain colors are amazing because I'm mm. like, this was hard to get this melt, this color oh. versus someone else. And I know I use this stereotype a lot, and I'm sorry, but there's a lot of you, Or it's like, I just want it to be blue, <laughs> I just want it to be blue. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. There's a black and white melt, and it goes into it, transitions mm. into a purple, and that purple transitions to this opalescent type of ivy white. And they're just like, no, nah, I like the blue one. <laughs> And But in my mind, I made the blue one a second. Yeah. But because of the path I took in my art journey to get to develop a color that does those four things on one cup. Uh-huh. On like low quality clay. My brain goes, this is like a $70 mug right here. Yeah. You know how hard this was to make? And they're like, yeah, I don't really like black and white.
0: Yeah, I, I I do think it does get skewed. Okay, that's a
1: good point. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, but I don't. But I can definitely I, concede to that point.
0: Like, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. I mean, like, I think in general it gets skewed because we work on our quality as we improve as artists, mm-hmm. and we also because we're the person who's behind the art. You know, we like we we will always know more about the process of that piece than the average person walking around. So yes. I I feel like part of our jobs, like our jobs, is not to convince people that they should buy a certain thing or not. Like when I, like for instance, when I sell my dragon egg mugs, not everyone knows, honestly, I feel like most people wouldn't know that like those pieces take like six hours to make because every single scale right. is added individually. But me. Right, but I know that. Yeah. So my perspective is skewed, but part of my job is when I'm talking to people about the dragon egg mugs is to say, yeah, Every single scale was added one at a time, yep. and so the and for you like I don't know, the equivalent would be like oh yeah this glaze it took me however long <laughs> to develop this glaze to get and this is and not as a way to be like and this is why you should buy this piece right. compared to the blue piece right. but it's helping to educate the public the people who are looking at your work it's an opportunity to not educate that's the wrong word but it's an opportunity to bring them in on the process so that they understand. So they understand a bit more about the process. They can still buy the blue mug and cool. You know, they like your work in the first place. That's awesome. You know, and for other people, like, they're just going to be like, okay, yeah, I know that blue is nice, but like, wow, you're telling me about the process behind this piece makes me appreciate it more.
1: I think personally, just because we're in pottery culture, or at mm-hmm. least we—I feel like we're standards in pottery culture.
0: I mean, I don't know, but I don't know if I'm a standard. I'm not that cool, man. People like us. I'm not that cool. People,
1: you know, we, it's super weird because once a week I get tagged on like TikTok or Twitter or on Instagram, of like, oh yeah. I learned, you know how many people tag us for the for the plaster thing. I feel so bad because that's literally Sue McCloud's tutorial. We mentioned her in the video. I know. I try. Times, I want to do fair. it. Many.
0: We do. We do. But I just want to reiterate again. The like it was a we, needed. Video. We we did the video, but that tutorial is from Sue McCloud. Yeah. So please, please follow so, Sue. McLeod. Follow her. Sign up for her newsletter. Her newsletter ha- always has really helpful tips. Like that plaster video. So, but it's true because people love that video, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, it was so, yeah, anyway, anyway. But that's what I mean though. People people
1: will often be like, Dante and Lindsay made this video, and it helped. Like, I made my own wedging table, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just put stilts on a plaster thing, and that was it. I Mm -hmm. just had to learn how to mix stilts. Yeah. But, like, people like us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. It is weird though, because I feel like we're in our, like, we're literally in like a storage shed or a garage. <laughs>
0: it's not a storage shed, it's a converted garage.
1: Okay, in a converted garage. And like, pe- people are listening to us from this. It feels like we're in our own little.
0: This you know is, what I mean? This is getting real meta. It's getting meta. This is getting real meta. Lindsay,
1: there's at least a thousand people Stop every it. two weeks. Stop at it. At least. Stop
0: it, I don't like it.
1: People are listening it's to our voices scary. right now. Oh my god. The world and the universe is a cold and different place. <laughs> and all we have is the indomitable <laughs> spirit.
0: i <An laughs> indomitable. <laughs>
1: Oh, my Lord.
0: I mean, at least we're sending up that message. That's a good thing, but... Yeah, you know, right. I feel
1: like, to a small degree, we're helping people. and So, I mean, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit off track, but, you know, I think, to end it off, I do think that because we've gone through the long road of developing something, the top tier of the development for where we are right now yeah. is, to us, seen as, like, this is the apex of what I can offer you at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: But to them, they're just like, oh man, I just need to be pretty. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just need it to be the thing that I need it to be purple. And I'm like, I don't really make purple... Because yeah. I don't really like the color purple, because it's like blue and red had a baby to me. Like, I mean, it's literally blue and red. And they're basically, really, blue and red are easy colors to make for me. I just combine them, and they're like, no, it's good. Yeah. I like it. I
0: mean, that's fine. Okay. That's fine.
1: It's fine. I think it's fine for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Fine, fine for them. But if they want, like, if the end point is to make them like it, enjoy it, and to buy it from me, I, I suppose that's the end goal. But at least for me the process of making something that's rare to me and Mm. difficult to make is more valuable than just selling you the work, which is why I'm so bad at advertising. Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, I think, I think maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm in like problem solving, you know, like maybe part of what will make advertising more comfortable to you is okay. Now I'll rephrase this. What has made advertising more comfortable for me is thinking about it in terms of let me bring people in on the process because yeah. I'm excited as hell about this process, let me tell you about this process because I'm excited about it yeah and then that makes me feel less weird about advertising.
1: Yeah, I think that's a better way to I think that's a better way to phrase it because otherwise it just sounds like I'm and I hate using this term because it's it's so skewed, but it feels like I'm gatekeeping myself. It feels like <laughs> no, the work wasn't good enough to go out into the world. you could do better. try harder these aren't the standards we live by, <laughs> versus like... Well, I
0: mean, it's good to have that. Like, I mean, when you're having seconds, like, it's it's good to be able to self-reflect on your own work, obviously. Like, I think so. Yeah.
1: I think it's necessary, but as the old adage goes, we are our own critics. Our know, yeah. like, own worst critics.
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard of some artists that will, as they're unloading the kiln, they'll have a hammer in one hand. So if they see a piece and they don't like it, they just smash it. Yeah. And I've thought about doing that. I but do
1: that. Really? I have a garbage can and a hammer next to me.
0: Oh my god I'm glad I don't because there's been a couple times where I've had pieces that have come out and I'm like, oh, no But then like a day later I look at it and I'm like, oh actually no, this is fine
1: I do that so that that part of the process doesn't get to me. Why? Because I it, I feel like it morphs my standards So what happens is uh... I see a piece I don't like I immediately destroy it so that the thought form of why I don't like it immediately can't mm-hmm. permeate my mind and go it's not so bad because I feel like at a later time my brain is just lowering the standards of quality So that I will be okay with the piece that was essentially oh. a second But if I do it immediately my brain goes we're staying at this standard
0: See okay so I I would say that like my perspective on that is different because like it's not like when I look at that piece later It's that my standards have lowered Yeah Sometimes it's just that a piece turns out differently But not bad like for instance the saturation gold glaze Yeah When I just do one dip it turns out a different color than like what's on the label it takes two dips for me to get it that like that rich nice like brass like gold kind of color right and so there's been times where it's, i did you know like i dipped it just the once it came out of the kiln. and i was like oh i don't really like this mm-hmm. in that moment i could have smashed it but i came back to it later and i was like oh you know it's not the gold that i was looking for but in the light this way that's actually kind of neat It's different. So it's not necessarily like I'm lowering my standards, I'm just there's a difference that's not necessarily a bad difference is what I'll say. I feel it. Yeah. No, I So so if you unload the kiln yeah. with a hammer in hand, but it's you still my, but you, know, you my s- axe.
1: Yes. The, it's the axe. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: So it sounds so, but so you don't destroy all of your seconds though.
1: No, no, I don't destroy all of my seconds because there is my line for a seconds piece is essentially like I made this piece and it came out fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then the piece next to it, which is the same shape, the same glaze, right. was like, for some reason, didn't turn out as good. My brain goes, okay, this can still be sold. And then the piece next to that goes, all right, well. We're just breaking this. There's a, there's like a piece of crawling on the inside and on the outside. Do I, do I want to incorporate this into the next one? And if I do a second firing with this, do I want to then add more glaze to this spot? Mm-hmm. Will it run? Like there's a bunch of different dimensions of, Things that could go wrong and have more trouble and labor for me in the future yeah. if I try to sell that. Uh, because, like at least in my brain, I go, this is not to my standard. I can refire it, that's more work. Mm-hmm. Or I can still post it along with the other pots I have to post, which again, is more work. Like, Do yes. I want to put in the labor to yeah. make this something? And it's way more sad when I refire it and I agree to put in that amount of work and it still turns out bad.
0: Ah, and then yeah. I'm like,
1: I'm destroying it now. Yeah. I'm okay. destroying it now.
0: Okay. So generally speaking though, like if we're going with a three pot analogy of like one yeah. pot turns out perfect. The other pot turns out like still good, but not as nice as the still first standard. one. And then the third one. So that third one, if you decide not to refire it, that's the one that you'll like third hammer doo
1: doo butts. Okay. <laughs> third <laughs> so one barely food safe.
0: So that's the one that you'll break immediately with the hammer. Usually yes. Okay, okay.
1: you I have a garbage like you should see my garbage can It's just full of like I think I have seen that garbage can. just fan. straight up. Yeah. yeah, I love to do the football, you know Like
0: oh, yeah,
1: I just like touchdown into my garbage <sharp inhale> can it smashes. Yeah, and then I pretend I'm a sport man
0: Sport man. I
1: made the field goal uh, and they clapped for the hole-in-one.
0: Yeah and That's they kept, okay.
1: They kept score but
0: you, they...
1: And I put on tights and I
0: That's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon.
1: And Dante of Earth Nation.
0: Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. M as in monster. D-I-L-L-O-N.com and on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon.
1: And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled, but you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics.
0: If you enjoyed hanging out with us today, or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review the Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. We'll be right back. back.